This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Last time on Lawful Stupid. Take it away, boys. Help arrives. If it's a fight they want, it's a fight they'll get. Who shows up, Kristoff? We have a real good time, and we have a really nice... We lay it on the table, and we have a good evening together, and we test the pistol, and we do all kinds of fun things, and we we really share it, and we put it all on the table. I like to think that we become blood brothers good. that night. We become blood brothers that night, and it's super good, and I cut the sleeves off of, of my coat, and I have a sick vest. We'll get to that later. It's important. Um, but we go through, and then uh, come back, and we have time with... Um, Avia, we have time with Avia, and it's very good, and it's good content, I love it. And then afterwards, uh, Wendy shows up, and I'm so happy that Wendy shows up, and I'm delighted, and she brings an army with her. And with her comes Frost, and with her comes this, uh, this whole, all the guilds come together to help defend the city of Oxbane, uh, and, and we bring them to the Magister, and we get a plan going, and we say, hey... We are going to be a part of this, uh, as such I have the key to the gate uh, in my pocket, and we are going to be a part of this, and they say they are mobilizing their troops, and the dawn of battle is nigh! I do feel it's also worth mentioning that I noticed that uh, there's a little bit of ness between Frost and Findle. Mm. Like, nothing, nothing that I can see too much into, but there's something there. For sure. Oh, I have theories. They're in the Discord. Ah! <laughs> uh, mm. I can't wait until it's clear that I'm allowed. You guys at some point have to share that shit with me. Like, when it's, like, good. Oh, it's in the D&D After Dark, so I know, but, not allowed to I see know. that's what I'm saying. Like, once that shit clears, like, that's what I want to know. Um, yeah, well, if it comes true, I'll let you know. If not, you'll never know. That is, like, super depressing. But... Neither here nor there. Um, all right, boys. So, where we left you was huddled around each other, kind of like having a nice, sweet little moment. But yeah, it's broken. But now's the time for war. Um, you guys exit the cave, and you notice like. As you guys are exiting, Fendel, like, stands up and follows you guys in, like, the most normal way possible. Hmm. He just stands up and walks behind you guys. Is it fair to say that I, like, notice this? Oh, for fucking sure. Like, oh, every time I... Fendel has, like, approached you guys, he's accosted you, he's, like, sexually harassed you, he's been in your mouth, it's like, yeah, yeah. he's, like, done everything. <laughs> but this but, is, like, like, the most normal? Been nonchalant. I mean, he just, like, he sees you guys walk by, he watches the whole thing, he gets up, he follows you, Piper's still on his shoulder, like, very much, like, just, he's on a I mission. I feel like I just nod to him. I wanna, yeah, I, I mean, maybe. I want to draw back, like, Fendel, I, I noticed some, some tension between you and Frost. 
and um, you you hear, <laughs> and it's like almost like a, a snap, right? And you hear, I. That's not tension, you notice, Rowan. There's something to be sure. And he looks at, he like stops you almost, and like you guys don't really notice, I, I, w- I would imagine. And he looks back and says, That's. That's respect, Rowan. And he starts walking. Interesting. I follow. Yeah. So you guys exit cave and Ike is going and you see Captain uh, Tyndall. Excuse me. Yes. Captain Tyndall. You see uh, Captain Tyndall with first mate Zell and Avia. They're all at the mouth of the cave and they're talking to Wendy and Ike and the other tour. And you see Frost is over almost like right at the entrance. And... You guys walk by, and you notice Fendel stops. And him and Frost start to talk. As you guys are heading towards... Do you need me to roll a perception check? I, I kind of want to also. I'm curious. You guys can absolutely do whatever you want. That's a 19 natural. Mine's a 15, so... Mine's a 16. So you guys are listening... Um, to this conversation and listeners I apologize because I'm going to try my best to have this make sense with my limited voice acting ability no, just make magic. and it still be a conversation this. so Frost Fendel approaches Frost and says it's been a while and Frost says to Fendel, and he responds and says, I think it's been too long, and there are too many matters for pleasantries, Fendel. And you guys can kind of, because you guys aren't like right there, but you're like far enough away and you're kind of keeping an eye, and you see Fendel kind of shrug, and Piper readjusts as he, as he does so, and Fendel says, Fair enough. Excuse me. Fair enough. Shall we? And Frost nods, and the two began walking off into the woods. What do you boys want to do with that? Follow stealth check. Bring it on. Ooh. I believe mine is a Twelve. 17, 12, 22. Okay. And you guys hang back and you're kind of like moving slow, but there's not a whole lot you can do really without being super conspicuous. It, and you can kind of pick up on what they're talking about. And Fendel, you can hear bits and pieces and you hear they're back. And Frost says, That's what I was afraid of. It's the same thing, then. And Fendel says, Yes. 
but I think it's worse this time. And Frost looks at him, kind of with an eyebrow arched, and says, How much worse, Fendel? And as they're walking, he says, It's bad enough that we need to communicate it. And Frost sighs and says, Fendel, you know what that means. And Fendel says, Of course. But I think it's important. And Frost says back to him as they as kind of reach a smaller clearing, he says, Okay. This is Arcane no... Torrent eyes on. Okay. This is no small matter, Fendel. And you, for one of the rare times, see Fendel kind of straighten up and look dead serious. And you, you hear a voice that you have not like heard him ever say, right? Like, because you know his crazy voice and his more serious voice. And you hear a voice that you just really haven't heard. It's almost like a youthful, more determined voice. He says, Frost. It, that's not, that's a little deep for him, but Frost. I understand quite well what this means. And Frost almost, he like takes a step to the left and Frost says, You have to understand where I'm coming from, Fendel. Given everything. And Fendel, from where he was straight and chest puffed out, kind of like leans in where you kind of normally see him, like hunched over-ish. Not hunched over, because I don't, I don't want anybody to imagine he's like bent over, but like slouching. Like he's definitely not like worried about how people see him. And he says... It's quite right, Frost, to be concerned. But remember, it's... It wasn't always this way. And Frost nods. And they come to this clearing and they start spreading. And Fendel says to Frost, We might as well let the kids in on it. And he snaps his fingers and you see this, like, arcane torrent like lines head towards you guys it, like uh Christoph you see this and these lines head towards you guys I feel like I almost like like you put your hands up right like coil away yeah yeah and then like they each tag you and you guys all feel like this gentle pull forward like and you hear Fendel say game's up boyos oh Christoph made game's us do up. it <laughs> hello gents <laughs> And Frost is looking at you like with this like annoyed look and Fendel is just like smiling and it's the like the loose Fendel. Curiosity is the nature of our Oh, uh, we were just breaking you your book back. We do have his book, don't we? No, absolutely not, man. <laughs> Fucking just across the so Fendel says you definitely owe me that book, Kristoff, but that's not what this is about. You three have been very involved in this. 
That's fair. And Frost says, And against my better judgment, Fendel thinks you should be involved further. Eyes floor. Fendel says, Kristoff, don't let Frost's and he looks at you guys. Uh, I see demeanor. <laughs> Put you off. He's a big softy. And now, like, the daggers are at Fendel. And Fendel's response is, He's a big teddy bear once you get him to cool. <gasps> Fendel, stop! We get it! Cold jokes! Oh, I, I did not get that. Thank you, though. No. <laughs> And Bendel just like laughs uncontrollably. He's always hated that. And Bendel looks at you three and says, What do you know of the stewards of Goron? I have only met one steward, uh, and was a steward of, uh, the Arcane Wars is probably what he's gonna say. Uh, sin law. And Frost says, Frost kind of like sighs. Not quite the same thing. In fact, that really chaps me that they call one of their lower rank people a steward. And you hear Fendel say, "It's it's not all about titles, Frost." It's really not. So it sounds like you don't... You don't know any of this stories. From context, I can imagine that it is uh, those who have been trusted with the fate and the protection of uh, Goron as we know it. I'm eager to hear. You're going to do a little bit more than that. And... He waves his hand, and you see, like, brush that, like, you're standing in, like, curve back and almost make a box around you. And then it curves forward, and you're almost, like, put in a box. And he says, It's... You're going to need to trust me and be seen, not heard. Is that something you boys can accomplish? I nod. I do the whole lock, key, mouth thing. Throw in the key. Yeah, that won't be a problem. And you kind of see Fendel like crack a little bit. And he goes, that's why I like you, Atlas. Unabashedly, just you. And Frost says, I really don't love this, Fendel. And Fendel looks at Frost and says, I really didn't ask, did I, Frost? And Frost, like, has this, like, red, like, angry look. And he just, like, does not respond. Yeah, 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 kind of. uh, Kind of, like, gives that same level of respect. But more, um, it's not as, like, direct, like, when Kristoff is kind of doing the eyes to the ground, it's very much a, like, you know, oh, I definitely don't need to be saying anything here. His is more, um, you know, 
It's it's more in the sense that it's he just won't fight with them. Like he he, he you guys know Fendel. You can tell he's not engaging, right? And you see Fendel back up to that little edge of this clearing, and you see Frost get on the opposite side, and they. Do me a favor, all three of you boys, and do arcane checks. Twenty-three. Fifteen. Solid six. Oh, it's sixteen. I don't have negative to that. So, what were those numbers? Six, twenty-three, and... Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um, so, sorry, Atlas. Sub-ten, not gonna do much for you. Um, Rowan, even with you not being an Archangel, you can feel the magic wafting off of these two. And um, do me a favor, Kristoff, and roll an R Constitution saving throw for me, please. Twenty-three. Okay, not bad. And you, when this happens, your world goes white for a solid 10 seconds until you can focus some of it down. But holding your arcane vision on, it is a strain because there's just so much of it. But Atlas and Rowan, who, who aren't like looking to thwart themselves, they don't appear to be doing anything, right? Like anything different than you can tell. I, I bring my hands up kind of over my face like I'm in a strong wind. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to fight against it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's not that it's like pushing you anywhere. It's just so bright. Like the intensity yeah. of it, the, 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 the hot, you're like at the center of like one of the bigger, bigger draws of this. And, um, you, you see that fade for a moment and then it blasts again. Do me a favor and roll another, um, constitution saving throw. Uh, 15. Okay. So, do me a favor and roll 2d10. Like a percentage check or 2d10? No, just a 2d10. Uh, 7 and a 4. So, as the arcane torrent stabilizes and becomes manageable... Before it does that, there's this last burst and this arcane, like, it almost, like, disrupts your system. You take 11 points of arcane damage or force damage in D&D world. And you boys see Findle standing up more straight with Piper on his shoulder. And you see Frost on the opposite end of him. And between them in a semicircle you see five figures appear. Two on the right, three on their left. And they're translucent in this arcane torrent blue. And Findel says, It's been a while, everyone. 
and you hear like murmurs of agreement from everyone. But I thought it best to let everyone know. It's quite possible that the proverbial cat's out of the bag. And you start to see these forms take shape. And you see a high elf. The form of a high elf. And you see, and and she's in robes. And so as Findle finishes saying that, you can see these figures begin to form around the circle. And you see a high elf female in robes. And and you can't see all the details because she's translucent, but you can kind of make out form. And you, you see the robes and she's holding an object that you can't really make out, but you can tell that like she's holding it at her, at her side. And it's like almost handheld, like a, like an object that fits in her hand. Then you see a, like a troll. And I, I gotta be very clear that it's not like, um, like a, a standard D&D troll. Think more, um, wow-esque troll, right? A little more lankier, um, but more of the like Zul'jin style where they're a little more, it's basically half human, half troll. How about that? And that guy is holding um, and it, like a like an axe in front of him. Or sorry, not guy. That is a female. I cannot stress how important it is that that troll is a female holding the axe. Um, and you can again, you just make out the shape. And then you see you guys have met a treekin before, so you know what they look like. You. But this one is more slender, more delicate looking. Like a willow? Uh, you, yeah, almost, right? More like palm tree than red oak? Well, I was more thinking just a female version of a tree again without coming out right out and say it, but that's what it is. The female version of the tree kin. And it is holding... Rowan more than anybody else would probably notice this is a um oh my god what is the fucking word for it the tambourine right the thing that you shake with the that's good the, it's like it's like a center ring I'm gonna think it's, I'm gonna call it a, a tambourine because yeah all right I was right I just wanted to make sure I'm yeah. not real good with music and or nautical terms <laughs> and then you see uh a female orc around or in one of the places and she is in robes and she is holding a staff and it is she's about six foot tall and it is her height and she's almost got it standing next to her like a like a spear And then the last space is taken by another elf. And Kristoff, you see more than anybody else this like whirlwind, roaring flame concentration of the torrent around this elf. And the elf 
is not holding anything specifically, but he has his hands crossed or interlaced at his front, and you see a ring that is standing out. And and these items like stand out because they're less translucent than the people themselves. Very much arcane energy. Yeah. And you notice uh, Frost is now brandishing a wand, essentially. But it's it's almost like a uh, it's a wand, a glacial wand. It's basically pure ice in wand form. It's like a, a sickle almost. Um, and that's what he is holding. And you can see, especially you, Rowan or Kristoff, the the torrent just pouring off that wand. And when you look at Findel, Kristoff. Uh, you notice Piper is just drenching with Arcane Torrent, like it's pouring off of him. And Findle says, I'm pretty sure Goron's going to suspect more. It's kind of hard to hide this. And you hear the troll say, Fendel, how did you let this happen? And Fendel says, To be fair, Oxbane's not really my domain. And Frost, like, gives him this look, and he says, You were in the town! True. But still, Frost, kind of your bag. But no one's here to point fingers. If we did, we would totally point them at you, Frost. And you can see him getting red in the face, and and you hear the Treekin say, This isn't really time for either of your bickering. You would think all this time together, and you still can't get over this. And Frost says, but he's just... That's not the point, Frost. And you see that, uh, that elf with its fingers interlaced. It speaks and says... If Goron knows, we shape this story to what we want it to be. Do you understand, Fendel? Frost? And they both nod. Like this level of respect that you've never, you you have not seen the pair uh, demonstrate so far. And Fendel says, you got it, boss. Anything that you want. And this elf says, Findle, I'm not joking around. We haven't had an outbreak like this in a long time. 
and your domain or not, you're one of the stewards here. Deal with it. And Bindle nods and says, It does bring up the curious nature that some bandit had a key to a door that none of us knew about. And you see the Heil female say, He's got a point. How did the door A get discovered and unlocked and none of us know about it? And she looks to who you guys can determine is the leader of the group and say, Do you think it's one of yours? And he responds and says, I don't answer for all of my kind. It could be any of the races. And Frost speaks up and says, Yeah, well that's true. None of the other races really have your problem. So it just kind of stands to reason that it might have been one of you guys. And the leader responds and says, Listen, my people have their problems, but I don't think it helps to point fingers at an entire race if somebody is bridging gaps. We should find them, whatever their race. And Fendel says, Agreed. We'll let you know once we tidy up this bit. Is there anything else we should know about? Any other holes? And you see the orc female speak up and say, I don't know that there's any holes, but... We should definitely check it out. We should do another scouting. If this one existed and we didn't know about it, there must be more. And the troll says, You would think we would have gotten them all, considering everything and the damage done to the world. And Fendel sighs and says, There's always room for error and mystery, and there was plenty of rebuilding to do, but we will solve this problem and catch you up. And the leader of the group looks at Fendel and says, See that you do, Fendel? And we understand, but do your best to keep it under control. And Fendel, like, quite seriously nods to him. And you see all of the torrential, torrential magic fade away. And they're standing there, and this, this thick heaviness that was once 
weighing over you vanishes. And it's almost like a hundred pounds was lifted off of each of your shoulders. People are always telling me, Scott Chainsaw of Lawful Stupid, that me and Alex are super close. We have so many inside jokes, and they're always wondering about that. They say we're like twins, you know? We even finish each other's... Sandwiches. I don't get it. That's not it. No, that's it. Yeah, so we're we're basically like twins. You know who else was twins? Castor and Pollux from Greek myth. They're, they're some of the most famous twins that you ever heard of, and I want to tell you about castpollux.com. Castbox.com is a place that delivers a lot of dice and other cool items. They're very special to me because I got a set of dice. Not only did they send me my dice, they sent my son his first, his own set of dice. Very beautiful set of watermelon colored dice. Cass and Pollux are members of our Discord family, and being a part of that family, the Lawful Stupid family, they saw the kindness in their hearts to give us a coupon code so you can go to castpollux.com get some sweet dice necklaces and use a lawful stupid to get 15% off get yours today hey Devin how's it going buddy hey man how are things been with you pretty good man I I just I'm missing you Hmm. I miss you real bad. How long has it been since we hung out in person it's it's been at least a year I mean since the adventure zone last show Oh, yeah, the one in Nashville yeah, we went yeah. to. Yeah. Man, that was fun. You know, we should find a reason to get back together. It's, it's been too long. We get Dwayne and Alex to come too. Yeah, we would need an excuse that would be good enough where our wives would let us. What could we do? <gasps> PodCon's coming. It's in January. What's PodCon? It's a convention for podcasts. And it's in January, and it's hosted by the Macro Brothers and a lot of cool people, and lots of people that we know and care about are going to be there, like the Broadswords and all kinds of people, and Hello from the Magic Tavern, all kinds of cool stuff that we already like and listen to, and we could be there. Because, Devin, hmm. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Don't tell all the listeners who are listening to this advertisement okay. we're doing. Okay, go ahead. There's a form you can fill out to recommend a podcast to be invited to PodCon as a guest, and it's in the link if the link to that form is in the description of this episode and you can fill it out and if we get enough people to do it we can go to PodCon and we can do panels and stuff and it'll be really fun and then I get to see you again and we'll get to see each other again so oh hey there listener uh, if you want to go ahead and go to the link in the description of this episode and fill out that form it's real simple just who you're recommending and why because we're awesome uh, that would be great thank you so much and we'll see you there and I'll see you there Devin. I, I love you mean it I love you more. Goodbye. We're going to need that hammer of yours, Axer. My hammer is yours, Ike. Where did you get that from? Anyways, you just showed up with it. It's a funny story. I was beating Bugbear in the woods, you know. Then in the herd. When out of the woods comes this man. A man like I've never seen before. He's carrying this hammer. He says to me, Axel, the gods have a job for you. You are to be their instrument in fighting back the cursed and wicked. With this hammer, the hammer of Dereton, you will repel the evil, the enemy of the gods. And you just took it? 
What's a dwarf to do? A man comes, claims the gods sent him. He felt different. He felt like those of the arcane. Gave me the shivers. We dwarves are a proud race, and with this hammer, I bring honor to the Steelhand clan. I hope honor is all you bring. The gods are nothing to be trifled with. I feel the same way, Ike. I hope you never cross paths with the gods. It's no decision I would wish on anyone. And Fendel looks at you three and says, I'm super proud of you boys. Not one peep from the lot of you. It wasn't easy. It seemed more prudent to listen than to speak. I'm a man of my not word. Get it? <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Atlas. <laughs> so, so proud. And, and Frost comes back over and... He, like, kind of examines everyone and says, Okay, I think it goes without saying. What you just saw is not... And you hear from the... Frost, calm down. Those boys are not going to go blabbing about everything they just saw. If, they, if I thought they were going to do that, do you think I would have brought them in? And Frost says, Well, I kind of... Exactly, exactly. Questions? I hardly compensate. I, I hardly comprehend what I've just seen. So it's very difficult for me to speak of it. Um, perhaps you could fill us in on some of the blame. <clears throat> How do I give you everything you need without giving you too much? And he focuses for a moment, and you see him pull Piper down from his shoulder, and um, you see this magic kind of flow up from his arm, and you watch Piper, like, wrap around his arm, transforming from this dragging lane to this almost, like, bracelet-slash-armband thing that wraps from his wrist up to... all the way up to his shoulder, and it, like, bends and flows... And you hear this lucidity, but you can see this magic pouring off of him. And he says, Listen. There's a lot about this you don't know. And there's plenty I don't expect you to understand. We seven are the stewards of Goron. It is our charge to protect the land. And there has been plenty we have kept hidden from the world at large. These doors, they're not supposed to exist. They were all supposed to have been shut and destroyed. But, as they still exist, it's our responsibility to shut them. Now, ordinarily, we stop these things before they happen, or when the tears happen, we stop them before they can grow. Obviously, we did not accomplish that here. But, you boys have seen 
what they can do. And someone wants them here. That's not going to work for us. At all. So... So we go shut the door as we were supposed to do originally, now that we have the key? We're going to do more than shut those doors, Darius. We're not going to leave them doors to open. Are you saying that we're going to destroy the doors? Yes, Rowan. We're going to dismantle that entrance so no more of those monsters will get through and no one else can purposefully or not let them through good because that elf seemed real cunty about his stance and he Fendel smiles and Frost does not love that and Fendel says stewards are not they take themselves quite seriously and you hear Frost say and you don't take this Frost it's fine it's not like this is the life or death situation for Goron or anything like that you don't have that's exact Frost it's gonna be fine like, we're equipped to deal with this. Yeah, your little parlor tricks is about number two on my list of cool shit I've seen. And tap the loot. Like, I'm not really worried about that. I want to get that fucking door shut regardless. And he says, Rowan, how long have you had that loot? Exactly, I don't remember. Um, Be careful. It's not all daisies and roses having a, an artifact, <laughs> you know. And he kind of looks at his arm, seeing that dragon uh, bracelet wrapped around it. They can come at a cost. Of course they'll come at a cost. It wouldn't be a good story without it, would it? And he smiles and says, You've... Definitely met when then, huh? Oh, maybe a little bit. Might, might have had a talk in or two. <laughs> and you're still standing, which is impressive. I don't even know the gravity of the situation. And Fendel looks at you and like the most genuine and clear smile you have ever seen Fendel give someone and says, I think he looks at Frost and he looks at Rowan. You take his job. You are way more in line with what I want in a steward <laughs> very relaxed the world's gonna end it's fine 
you're not having an aneurysm like him. And Frost is just like fuming. And you you see the coherent Fen, Fendel say, he's practically going to melt. He's so hot about this. And Frost says, that is so not the time, Frost. Or are there any other questions before we rejoin with Yori and take back Oxbane? I have endless questions, but I will wait until after we've <laughs> taken back Oxbane. Oh, I say the one question I have is, do we just attack the door? Is that simple? I'm guessing there's some magics that you have to perform. And uh, Fendel smiles and says, Atlas, I really do love you. Yes, there is some magics we're going to have to perform. And I'm assuming, and he looks at you, Kristoff, you're not going to part that be so easily. Not until I placed into the door myself. Then you're going to be a part of those magics. I await eagerly. Of course, his resolve is stronger than any magic I've seen. And you kind of see Frost start to pipe up about it, and before he can even get words out, uh, Fendel responds and says, Frost, stop acting like a child. And you hear Frost say, That's a lot coming from someone who's just as insane as you! But I'm not a child, Frost. <laughs> He's a crazy A cuckoo crazy man. pants man. That's right, Frost. And, like, you can just see this look of, what did I just walk into? Like, the confusion in his face of going from be respected in front of all of Yuri, and now he's with you boys, and all four of you are just, like, shitting on his day. <laughs> Once again, I bow deeply, hand scraping the ground. And Frost just like walks by. I'm not dealing with this right now. And like, he just marches off. Frost, I, I want you to know that we appreciate your help. But with the basis of everything, comes down to perseverance. And you'll not find that anywhere stronger than this fucking stupid crazy group right here. And you just, like, he's, like, walking away, giving you, like, the rudest gesture. Like, you can't... And, uh, Fendel says, Don't mind him. He... He's the newest of the group and certainly thinks he has something to make up for. And he, like, leans in. He is really intolerable. Like, if we're being honest. I think he's my boss. I'm not sure. Get a new one. We can always toss him off the edge while we're on the bridge. No, can't do that. Really a steward. Not a good thing. It's not great when one of us dies. I can imagine. Right. So. What do you say we rejoin? Go take back Oxbane. I'm sure you'll have questions that... I'm not sure that I'll be able to answer. But... We'll see. Later. 
I have I have one question what? for you, Fendel. Are you confident in your resolve? And he looks at you and, and looks at the artifact around his arm. And um, you see, you you notice that it went from his like wrist all the way up to his shoulder, right? And it was wrapped up. You can see that it's like swirling down, like retracting. And he looks and says, My resolve. That's never a question. Then that's the answer. My sanity with it is always in question. Sanity's... It's, that's perception. Fuck that. Your resolve's all I care about. And that's what I want to take to me to that godforsaken fucking cave. Sane or not, I've got your backs. <laughs> and uh, he walks past you guys and to rejoin the, the army. Is there anything you guys want to discuss before following? Yeah, huddle uh, up. Yeah, huddle up. Mm-hmm. Hands on both boys. Nothing has changed since the last time we've huddled up. I trust nothing in this cave except for you two. We are going to close this gate. No matter the cost. Oh, we're closing this gate or I'll burn the fucking town down to make sure. Wait a second. That might be counterproductive to saving the town, Rowan. Not great, but either way, this gate closes tonight. I like it. How do we close this huddle? Because usually you don't just walk with away. This key, with, 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 with this key. No, the huddle. Oh. Uh, not the doors. The huddle? huddle? Oh, the I the believe huddle? in you. Um, hey, yeah, it's a little uh, closed door on three. On the, on the count of yeah. three, we, we say... Um, uh, Oh, I don't, I don't like know. It. This isn't really indenturement. It's a little long. This is kind of a death situation. And I don't think death before death sounds good. Well, what about do good things? Like, do good things is what we're trying to do. Uh, death before mm. dishonor? Honor, I like honor it. doesn't mean anything to me. Victory, of, wait, victory above all. Uh, victory above all. Uh, I like it. Two, One, two, three, two, three. Three. Victory above all. And as you raise your hands, you hear the loot strum. And Rowan gets teleported. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you audibly? <laughs> Shit, this again. And you see this battlefield that you have seen in visions past. And the last vision, if you recall correctly, was not so good no, for you boys. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I fucking remember. And this time you see these monsters take shape. These forces that you have been fighting take shape. And they're these monsters that you've been battling. And you see that those monsters are fighting forms you've never seen. Like, 
mortal forms. You you know that this is a a huge battle, and you see Kristoff, and as like he's casting spells, you almost see like the visage of this like dragon superimposed over him as he's like casting spells into the combat. And you see Atlas and he is cutting through monsters and you can see Alaria like translucently on him. It's almost as if they were fighting together as one. And you see this shadowy monster that you've continually continuously seen fighting and you watch the monster as it slides through the field tearing these people apart and you see Atlas and Alaria go against it and you see Atlas take a blow but you see Alaria's form fall back and she falls to the ground and another strike happens and Atlas falls to the ground and you watch as the two like look at each other both laying there and this shadowy figure strikes them both once more and you see both you see Atlas go limp watching as Alaria fades away and you see Kristoff shooting spells and you've never seen Kristoff spend this much power you've never seen him cast anything of this level and this thing is dodging and moving and you watch this thing murder Crystal, and you see frost struck down and the last thing you see is Findle and this monster fighting over your body and the scene snaps back and you can still hear the words victory ringing in your ears. And that, boys, is where we're going to end the episode. Oh, I was going to have a hashtag real talk. Don't go breaking my heart. (laughs) Oh, heavy stuff to end on. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Wimpy, wimpy. Next episode. Whoa. Whoa. What is it good for? Absolutely everything. Taking back oh. Spain, as it were. Yeah. What is it good I for? Absolutely yeah. everything. This is our uh, Patreon like tag. Like, if you want to hear more of that, just subscribe to our Patreon. If we get enough dollars, the next goal <laughs> is the musical episode. And so if you want to hear more of that, uh, donate. Yeah. If you don't, you didn't hear any of it, but donate anyways, and you'll still My get a name To be fair, we will be taking singing no, lessons and working on it in between that. Of silence, of silent dreams. 
No voice to speak with. No voice to sing with. All I am yeah, is that, alone. That will be but better I than voice coaches. We're going to get uh, P. Diddy and Christina Aguilera to talk no to us. <laughs> and so if you, if you want to hear more of that, just uh, subscribe to the Patreon. And um, the next goal at that point will not be a musical episode. It will be uh, have a very... Um, have a very merry Findlemas, and that will be our Christmas episode, and yeah, which we'll do like episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll Are we do, doing um, a Christmas episode? I didn't talk to you guys about this because yeah. I've been preoccupied. We'll, only, only if we get enough. Patreon. Well, I mean, we're gonna do something like that either way, but it will be like Findlemas, the music <sighs> edition, right? Ooh. So we'll like dashing through the snow. Oh, and host open slay our enemies. <laughs> Over the hills, the boys are go. Blessing all best, the best, way. Best, Can we do like eight days of Hanukkah? See, version. It's such of a course. good song. Drado, Drado, Drado. I made you out of blood. <laughs> the arcade toys, but yeah, yours works too. And me and Alex once wrote a heavy metal album. Yeah, we did album for realsies. Um, yeah, your your Patreon dollars at work. You don't have to have Patreon dollars for the heavy metal honk um, album. Just ask us. Hey, I have to pee so badly. Let me roll for humanity. Yes, please roll for. And this one is. Uh, you want to like recap? Nope, you do it. Uh, uh, Seventeen. Good luck. Okay, uh, you can go and stop your recording. Bye, I love you. Uh, so that one is for our friend Kyle from Discord. Um, he, his mother passed and we're doing what we can to help if you want to help if you feel so inclined you can go uh, to our socials you can look in the description we'll have a link to where you can go to donate or learn a little bit more yeah. should you feel so inclined um, boys anything else you want to say boy sans Kristoff this is your time he's not here to talk oh gosh this podcast is so much better now <laughs> no, that he's no, gone no, no. oh we're out of time <laughs> we're just, out of time just attack on to that like we've even got on our way like Kyle such a nice guy it's such a a terrible circumstance that unfortunately we're all eventually probably going to go through but um anything to help him is great but on a, a lighter note just thank you all so much as we always end with thanking you because we do appreciate all the support all the everything. You you are us. You complete us. Hmm. You are lawful stupid. Atlas? But I you said all the good things greatly. <laughs> Thank you. If you go to our website, you can also join the Discord where we're working on doing more and more and more listener parties. So get in there, it's super good. You ready, boys? Okay. Bye. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. I mean, Bye. It. Love we you, love you. Yeah, you're all special in your own way. I love you. We are storytellers. We are creators. We are gamers. We are dreamers. We are players. We are players. We are players. We are, we are, players. We are, players. We are DMs. We, we are, are nerds. Nerd